Hi, and welcome back to Reflect Forward. I'm your host, Carrie Siggins, and I'm so glad you are here today. Today, I want to talk about making tough decisions and give you some tips on how to do it. Because let's face it, as leaders, we all have to make tough decisions. In fact, I know that I have found myself at many a crossroads where I felt like the future of my life, my venture, my company, my leadership hinged on making that one critical choice. In fact, I've had many of them, like letting a toxic high performer, someone who's key to the organization, but just a jerk, go. That feels really scary. Making a huge strategic shift, such as deciding to go direct instead of sell through distribution, which disrupted all of our relationships in the industry, felt really, really critical. Making a life decision such as leaving my life in Austin, almost 17 years ago now, to start over, to clean myself up, to see if I could create a different life for myself. That felt really huge. It was really scary. And I'm sure that you have been there too, where you have felt like that decision that you're about to make will ripple across your life, your business, your team, your industry. Every leader, every CEO faces moments like this and it tests you. It tests your judgment. It tests your mettle, your foresight, your fortitude, all of those things. So that's what I want to talk about today, the types of decisions that leaders have to grapple with and how to make those tough calls. So the toughest decisions that happen in business are strategic shifts, personnel changes, financial issues, financial decisions, and dealing with crises. And every leader knows about that. Anybody who just led through COVID understands it. So strategic shifts, that's when you are making a major change within your company and it can feel very scary. At Stone Age, we have done this many times where we have pivoted. First was when we say we want to make automated equipment instead of just tools. And second, when we said, okay, we're going to go direct instead of sell through distribution in the United States. And then, okay, now we're going to invest in a IoT product development company to help us with speed to market and continue to transition to a technology company. All of those types of things are major changes and they're daunting. They're very scary because it forces you to think about status quo. Do I stick with status quo or do I venture into the unknowns for greater rewards? You don't always know what the outcome is going to be. And it can be a very big decision where you have to evaluate the risks and the rewards of making that big decision. The next one is a personnel change, right? Like I had mentioned, toxic high performers. It can be really hard to let somebody go. And especially if it's a va- especially if it's a valued team member who maybe performs well, but just isn't a good fit or is toxic. But you have to think about the greater good of the organization. And so that's why these decisions are imperative, especially because when you let somebody go, you are impacting not only your team and your company, but that person's life. And that's why it feels so big. And um, every time we let a person go at Stone Age, uh, it weighs on my heart. And I hope that it always does because it is impactful. It's impactful to that person. It's impactful to the organization and it matters. Financial decisions, financial allocations, deciding where you're going to invest, where you're going to put your costs, where you're going to grow. All of these things force you to consider trade-offs and it can be hard to choose. It can be hard to know where do I need to put uh, my investment? Where do I need to allocate these resources? What happens if we're not performing? Do I have to make really tough decisions to cut in a particular department, lay people off, decide that a business unit just isn't working 
All of those are really tough decisions. And then finally, when you're dealing with crises, how do you approach it? COVID was a great example of this where we didn't know if we were going to survive or not. How many businesses didn't survive? And people had to make really tough decisions in the face of uncertainty. And that is never easy to do. The pressure is so real because you just don't know. But that's how I felt. We made our first ever layoffs in COVID. And we laid off about 5% of our workforce. And I was so concerned about that decision. I hated to make that decision for my team. But I also didn't know what the future held. And I knew that my ultimate responsibility was to make sure that the company was going to live for another 40 years after the COVID crisis. So it was really tough decisions. So those are the types of tough decisions that leaders have to grapple with. And there are many more, but those are the big ones at work, at least that I contend with on a sometimes day-to-day -day basis, hopefully not crisis day-to-day, -day, but, but it's tough. And I think we underestimate the pressure that we feel as leaders to make good decisions. And quite frankly, how often making those big decisions are in front of us. It's all the time. And, and we have to grapple with the choices that we make. So why do leaders need to make these tough calls? Sometimes it might just feel easier just to sidestep them or maybe delegate them. But I've learned over my 17 years of doing this that it's imperative that you make the tough call. First and foremost, you are responsible for the vision of your company. You know where your organization is going. You are a custodian of that future. And so you have to make those tough decisions in the moment that keep your vision front and center. But that's why it's really important to make the tough calls. You have to make decisions about the trade-offs, about making sure you have the right people on your team, because you have to be able to guide the company in that direction. So it's really important that leaders always remember that they are responsible for the vision of the team or the organization, and that's why they have to make the tough calls. The second reason why it's really important for leaders to make the tough calls is accountability. With the title comes responsibility. And responsibility and accountability are different things. Responsibility is what you do forward thinking. I am going to be responsible for everything that happens to my team, to my company, to my leadership. I am responsible for all of my decisions. Accountability is in the past to be able to say, okay, I hold myself accountable if something goes wrong. And this is really important. So as a leader, you need to make sure that you're moving your team in the direction um, of the vision. And it's your responsibility to make sure that there's accountability there. So when things start to go awry, your name is on the line and you need to make sure that you own everything fully. And that's why you have to make the tough calls. If you say, eh, well, I didn't make the decision. Guess what? It's on you. If you said, eh, well, I delegated that decision. The accountability needs to fall on you. Did you give that person everything they needed to be able to make that decision? Was that their decision to make or was it you shirking responsibility? Accountability is everything in an organization and you have to have that mindset of I'm responsible for everything that happens in this company and I'm going to make sure that I'm accountable and my team is accountable for the direction that we're going. And so that's why you have to make the tough calls. And the last reason to make these tough decisions, at least that we're going to talk about today, is empowerment. When you make tough decisions, these decisions often empower other people. And that can be really important. Tough decisions set the tone for the organization. It helps people be resilient and understand like we can make it through these tough times because we're not afraid to make decisions. And trust me, your employees know when you are avoiding making a decision and it can be really frustrating. It holds people back from moving forward. So 
not only is it about accountability and setting that vision for the company, but making decisions allows other people to be able to move forward too. And that can be really empowering. So it's not just about you making those decisions. It can be really motivating for other people, even if it's a hard decision. I know some of the toughest decisions I've made, definitely people were scared. Let's go back to the business model change where we decided to go direct instead of sell through distributors. People were scared. People were worried it was the wrong decision. In fact, one employee told me this will never work. I cannot believe you're making this decision. But once we made it and we had a plan on where we were going, everybody's like, okay, let's do this. And now there were new jobs created and new opportunities created and people stretched themselves. And it really empowered people to step into new roles within the company. And that is what making that decision created. Empowerment is might not be something that you often think about when you're making a tough decision, but do so because it will help you see the bigger picture that it's not about you, that even making a tough decision, it can be really motivating and empowering for the people on your team. Okay, so how do you make tough decisions? Oh, when you're nervous, you're not sure what to do. So I'm going to share my six tips with you and hopefully they are helpful. So number one, seek counsel. Always talk to mentors, peers, experts in the field. Talk to your team. It helps to be able to get a broader perspective so that you can make good decisions. You might miss something if you don't talk to those people who are trusted in your team and in your inner circle. I have a particular board member who I call to ask for counsel all the time, and I really appreciate his experience and his insight. And even if I don't always take his advice or his counsel, I appreciate having another perspective. So those insights are really valuable, even though the final call is most likely yours as a leader. Number two, trust your instincts. There is a reason that you are in the role and your instincts helped get you to where you are. Now, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't seek data because you do need to do that. That's going to be my net third one. But what does your heart say? There is a reason why we have instincts and you should trust that. Even if you need to dig in and get data, trust your instincts, trust your experience. That will help you be bold and make the tough decision. That brings me to the third one, gather data and feedback. So you don't want to just make your tough decision on your gut. Sometimes your gut can be wrong and it's always helpful to have more information. And in today's digital age, there's plenty of data. There's plenty of ways to be able to conduct surveys, to get feedback, to gather other people's opinions on things and to gather relevant information. Do that as much as you can because that will help you make more informed decisions. And remember, more informed decisions are typically better decisions. Number four. When you have to make a tough decision, be mindful and stay grounded. This is so important. We can start to get that flight or fight feeling when we feel pressured to make a decision. I've had countless sleepless nights where I have ruminated over having to make a tough decision. And when my mind races, I rarely ever make a good decision. Clarity often comes when you have a calm mind. So in the midst of chaos, take a few deep breaths and clear your head. Go out for a walk. Meditate, exercise, whatever you need to do to be mindful, to get clear-headed, do that. Sleep on it for a couple days if you need to. Big decisions are important, but you need to approach it clear-headed. And when you are doing that, also stay grounded. 
it really is important to see the bigger picture of the organization and remember your values and your mission. Let them be your North Star. Take a deep breath, be mindful, and stay grounded in who you are as a leader and who you are as an organization, and that will help you choose the right decision. Next, reflect on your past decisions. Sometimes past experiences offer the best insights, so reflect on similar decisions that you've made in the past. What worked? What didn't work? What did you learn from that? Let history be a guide, not a constraint. And just because you made a decision in the past doesn't mean that you need to make that same decision in the future, but we can learn from history if we examine it. And so that's really important. Another thing that I do when I'm really nervous about making a big decision and I'm telling myself a story about how I'm going to screw it up and it's going to be a bad decision, I also ask myself, the last time I had to make a hard decision, what happened? Was the outcome that I feared so bad? And it's typically no. Typically we've made even bad decisions, like we've turned them into okay decisions. You can get through hard things. And if you make a mistake in making a decision, it's okay. Almost everything is fixable if you own it and you work hard to understand what happened and move forward. But most of the time, those decisions that we really fear, the outcomes that we made up in our head about it being so bad aren't necessarily what happened. So recall that as you're thinking through your past decisions. When I made a past decision, did I tell myself a big story? And what did that story come true? Probably not. And finally, make the decision. There's so much power in deciding. As a leader, you have to be decisive. You have to be able to make the tough decisions. After you've done all those previous five steps where you've gathered feedback and data, you've reflected on your past decisions, you have asked counsel their opinions, you're staying mindful and grounded, you have to make the decision. It's so frustrating to be in an organization where leaders do not make the tough calls. It actually will hold you back in the long run. So don't be afraid to make the decision. It's really important. Remember that making decisions is what being a human is all about. It's what being a leader is all about. We all have to make those tough calls. And I understand that it can be a little bit scary, especially if you're afraid of making the wrong decision, but you will learn every step of the way and you have to decide. You had to decide. That's what leadership is about. You've got to do all of your research. You've got to be courageous. You've got to take a risk and you have to make the tough decisions. Okay, on to my question of the week. Question of the week came for one of my employees. He said, what is something that you're working on as a leader right now? And we are going into strategic planning and being a disruptive ideation type leader. I always think that we can take on everything and that we should because we're an amazing company and we should just drive forward, drive forward, drive forward. But the reality is, is that is not realistic. And so over this past decade, I've been really working on trying to drive realistic results and not put too much pressure on the team to do too much. Let's face it, when you are doing too much, then you can only really ever be mediocre at what you do. It's always hard. It's not just hard for me. It's hard for the team as well because there's so many things that we want to do. We're so inspired by helping our customers solve tough problems and by fixing broken processes within the organization and implementing new software. And all of these things are advancing our business. But the reality is, is that we can only focus on a few things, especially if we want to do them well. So that is what I am focused on in this planning season is driving realistic results, making sure that what we plan is actually achievable 
that we stay grounded in what's most important, that we stay focused, that we're paying attention to data and the details, our, my employees' perspectives and input on all of this, and then setting sensible targets so that we don't over-promise and under-deliver. So that's what I'm working on right now. Uh, it's always a challenge for me, but it's an important one. Focus, focus, focus. It's really important within a company. Okay, that's Reflect Forward for today. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to it on YouTube. Subscribe to it on your favorite podcast platform. Write a review. Share it with a friend. It helps get the word out and hopefully helps people with actionable leadership tips that they can use every day in their careers. And don't forget, my book, The Ownership Mindset, is coming out. So if you would like to pre-order it, I would so appreciate it. You can pre-order it on Amazon or on Barnes & Noble. Just search The Ownership Mindset, Carrie Siggins, and you will find it. Thanks so much. See you next week.